This can't be true. What? Harvard? Name worst school for free speech? <laughs> can't believe it. Shocking news. It's actually the least shocking news of all time. Everybody has known for the longest time that it, Harvard and other Ivy League schools, actually a lot of colleges, are just like little Marxist incubators, right? Where it's like the regime narrative works, and if you don't go along with that, they're going to censure you some way, somehow, right? That's no big surprise. Here's what's a little different now. Would you have heard it talked about in popular publications or podcasts like five years ago? No. Things are changing, and people are starting to fight back against this, which is a great thing. But there's a right way to do it, and there's an absolute dumb way to do it, which doesn't do anybody any good. And I think we could talk about both in this one. And thanks for being here. Where's this come from? Okay, well... Something called the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. Sounds serious. They like to call themselves FIRE. That's, that's the acronym. Uh, they have said that Harvard is the worst school for free speech. In fact, they scored below zero. After nine professors and researchers faced calls to be disciplined or fired for voicing controversial opinions. All right, that's been in the news. We've heard about that plenty, right? What are the, what are the criteria? What do they say here? Um, they earned... 0.0 on a 100-point scale. It's like that line from Animal House, Mr. Blutowski, you have no grade point average. 0.0. The treatment of speakers, professors, students with controversial opinions at the school has been particularly bad. Okay. Harvard's never done well by fire standards. They were dubbed an abysmal place for free speech. Okay, It was actually less than zero. It was a full 11 points behind the next worst school, which was Penn, another Ivy League school. Uh, Fire. They like to call themselves Fire, remember. Added that Harvard's result was generous because the actual score, according to the calculations, was less than that. They actually scored a negative (laughs) 10.69. All right. Everybody wants to change. It's not good for anybody, right? It's not good for anybody to have institutions of higher learning. Again, no surprise to anybody. This bad. It's probably worse than it's ever been. I get that. No, it's not good for these are the these are the people that are the future leaders of the country, of society, of other countries too. You can't have this. It's not good for for anybody. And you're starting to see that now with some of the policies with you know, politicians, elected leaders, judges, district attorneys. You see it coming out of this when it's just one narrative and nobody's allowed to argue it. Everybody wants to change this. And it, like I said, slowly but surely it is changing. Because even when I went to school, and believe me, it was no Ivy League school. It was great. It was a state school. And even there, you'd walk through a courtyard after a class or between classes, and you'd walk through and you'd see, I don't know, some communist dude on a milk box spouting Vox Populi or whatever the hell he was talking about. And then you'd run into the young Republicans, and there was some other dork who's raising money for a football team. In other words, there was all kinds of opinions all around the place. And... Maybe not so far as to say it was all accepted, but you would get exposed to all that stuff to make up your own mind. And that's the bottom line of why it was so important and why so awesome. And that wasn't that long ago. I know I'm getting older, but it wasn't that long ago. It's gotten significantly worse even in non-Ivy League schools. So there's a right way to change it and a wrong way. And it's a huge monumental task. I mean, this just isn't something we're talking about where... You're fighting this as an individual, you know, you're fighting to make an individual change, although it affects all of us individually. You're literally fighting an institution, a massive one, right? Something that's like ingrained in the culture, but it can change. 
Here's what led up to some of this stuff, though. And this gets into the part where you can't be a dumb in changing this, where it doesn't help anything. You'll see what I mean here in a second. Over the last five years, according to this article, some of the uh, seven free speech incidents listed in the report have included the school's decision to revoke conservative activist Kyle Khashoggi's acceptance. That was terrible. He got railroaded into that. That was ridiculous for comments he made on social media. He did actually apologize, I think, for that later on. But in 2019, since 2019, Harvard has sanctioned four scholars, three of whom the institution has gone on to fire. They just got rid of them. And I think two of them were even like tenured. So that's a big deal to lose your tenure at a place like Harvard. David Kane. Let's talk about this guy. A former government professor at Harvard. He was fired after hundreds of students signed a petition for his removal. Wow. He must have been mad. What would have caused this? Well, let's find out. He wrote an op-ed about his alma mater's acceptance criteria. Um, at Williams was the alma mater he's talking about. Where he claimed that 90% plus of the black students at Williams would not have been admitted, quote, if it wasn't for their blackness. Okay, listen, I don't know the story. I don't know Williams. I don't even know David Kane, the former professor. Maybe down the road, they'll turn out that there was some sort of a case where he's right. Maybe people agree with him. Maybe not. I have no idea. Here's what I do know. You're asking to be fired if you write that. That is, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Like, you're asking for that. Does he, in my opinion, does he have a right to say it? Yeah, I think so. You're going to get fired. You can't, you're not changing anything for anybody if you handle it that way like this guy. That's just stupid. You're like really, really dumb if you do that. And not only does it not help your cause, if you're a free speech advocate, you're actually hurting it. Because in the firing, I am sure there were Harvard administrators and the students that signed this petition that said, see, here's proof. We're empowered. This is why we have to censor certain opinions we don't like. See, it actually backfired on what this guy tried to do. That's the wrong way to go about this. But you're thinking... Well, it's too down. It's it's you're decades into censorship and, you know, cancel culture on college campuses, not just Ivy League, but other ones, too. It's too it's too they're too far gone. Here's where I disagree with you. I don't think it is because at some point this flipped the other way. So the people who are advocates and I'm sure they are Harvard administrators, boosters, uh, alumni who are in favor of this kind of policy of being anti-free speech. That's exactly what it is. They're anti-free speech. At some point in time, it wasn't. In fact, many of our founding fathers have been through those hallowed halls in Cambridge, Mass. In fact, you know what their motto is? Veritas. Truth. Isn't that funny? How ironic is that? The Harvard motto still to this day is Veritas. Just, you know, they don't want you talking about truth they disagree with. That's, that's the only problem these days. But it always wasn't like that. It flipped at some point where this became the norm. I think for a while, people weren't paying attention. It was just, oh, it's Ivy League, and stuff. pay attention to them. This tells me it can flip back. Not easy. Not like this dumb who wrote the op-ed did. That doesn't help anybody. Here's how I think you do change things like this. Play their game. And this goes for, by the way, a college like this, or a company where you feel like you're being censored, or you know any organization maybe you're part of, or you feel it's unfair. While you're in it, play their game, Play the power, win the game, get out of there, and come back to change the game. And that's starting to happen now. This is why we're hearing about stories like this now. It's starting to happen with graduates of places like Harvard, 
pen where they're not happy with it. People that went on to do great in business or became government leaders that come back and they say, you know what? What I went through, I want anybody else to go through. I'm going to withhold my money or I'm going to support somebody else that supports a positive change in places like this. That's how it's done. That's how you fight back. That's positive change. Don't just ignore it. How irresponsible would it be to go through this? You hated the censorship. You hated it, but you still got your, your Harvard degree. And then you didn't do anything to change it because you, you know how bad it was. You want to change the system in any system. Get into the system, win, be empowered, get out of there, come back and change it. That's all they did. It can go back again and it's starting. That's the good news of all of this because this can be really depressing. But the good news is it is actually changing. And it can change. Because you hear people every once in a while say, well, it's, I just wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't go to Harvard then if that's the policy. Yes, you would. Cut the crap. Of course you would. Why do you go to a place like Harvard? It's for the prestige, the contacts. Yes, the education, but it's probably like third on the list. You go there because of the prestige and the bragging rights. Let's get right tied down to it. That's why. But less and less, it's a place to brag about when you have stories like this in the news. But it can change. But it's going to be a monumental change, and it's going to take a lot of time. And by the way, just using Harvard because it's been in the news this week, this is companies, organizations, nonprofits, for-profits, teams, brands. It can change. It's going to be aware of it. Use your power. All right. Thanks for finding me. Thanks for finding the podcast. Subscribing, all platforms, whatever it is. Listening, wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate it so much. Fight the power. Talk to you soon.